Hey, 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 welcome to the Pastor Duke Podcast. Thank you for tuning me in. Call my thoughts today, COVID, dink or bioweapon. It's all the same people. Let's roll. Ephesians 6.12 tells us, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And I'm sure our Lord was not kidding when he told us this. In this battle, we have two main enemies. Number one, the ones we cannot see. Number two, the ones we can see. The ones we cannot see are the devil and his team of demons. God graciously chose to reveal to us Satan's goal and game plan. I've hit that hard in many of my podcasts. I'm sure you have a biblical knowledge of the basic battle that we are in. Good versus evil, God versus Satan. Today I'm hitting the enemies that we cannot see. The men and women who are blinded by Satan at best or teamed with Satan at worst. When you take the panoramic prophetic view, we see Satan setting up, number one, a world church under his false prophet and the global government under the Antichrist called the New World Order, which we see in Revelation 13 will be a union of government and with the Antichrist and the false prophet with his religion conglomerate. God's working through history has been through nationalism. Satan's working has always been toward globalization and the centralization of power. We see the biblical worldview versus the secular worldview. That's the battle we see unfolding every day when we turn on the news. That's what we see every day in our institutions of learning, whether it be our public schools or our universities. God versus Satan, good versus evil, biblical worldview versus the secular worldview. Game on. The world saw nothing globally for the first 5,900 years of recorded history. Let that sink in. Then came World War I, and immediately after the League of Nations, which after World War II became the United Nations. The gift wrapping on every global initiative, of course, is for the peace and prosperity of the global populace. Oh, if only that were true. But the shadow purpose of it all is control, satanic control of it all. By Revelation 13, Antichrist is seating on earth's throne in Jerusalem, of course, the cap- God's capital of the world, claiming to be God. He will be yielding full dictatorial power of the earth's populace. What we are presently watching in our world news is the unfolding and implementation of Satan's last day's earthly hurrah before he is bound in the bottomless pit at the end of the seven-year tribulation. 
Many, and I think most evangelicals, believe that Christ comes at the beginning of the tribulation, at the rapture of the church. Then he comes back with his church at the end of the tribulation to set up his kingdom. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Even so come, Lord Jesus. Satan's strategy as an angel of light is to make his evil look good and good to look evil. Ever since Cain killed Abel, Satan, the father of all lies, and a murderer from the beginning, he is on mission to defame God and to kill off the righteous. So today we look into the inner circle of the global power brokers and we'll see the reason for our title. Remember, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. The powers that we cannot see, demonic, satanic, but the powers that we can see, his minions, the people that he is using, we see. And when we do so, we're going to see all the same people. There's an illusion of power being in the hands of elected officials. My studies show me that it's not politicians making policy. It's the global financial elite who own the politicians. It's them, those elite financial people, directing the global agenda out of Davos, Switzerland, where they meet each year. And I'd be so bold as to say they are under the control of Satan himself and probably not even realizing it. Probably deceived to think that they're purposes are good and for the people. Well, Jesus gave an illustration as a sign of the end times. It shall be as a woman in travail in the times of the end. Her contractions come suddenly. They come harder and they come faster. Think back only two years ago, March 2020, when COVID-19 bullied its way onto the world scene. Bam, bam, bam. One huge, harsh, evil event has hit at one after another. COVID masked up, shut down, world economy almost decimated. Election chaos, mail-in ballots, fraud, George Floyd, summer of rioting, looting, Vaccines, vaccine mandates, January 6th, Canada truckers, food shortages, gas prices, inflation, Russia, Ukraine, secret biolabs emerge, vax passes, Afghanistan debacle, one big event after another, all kind of taking the focus of the world off of something looming quietly in the shadows, the looming global economic reset, governed not by any elected officials. We will peek behind the curtain of the World Economic Forum, founded in 1972 with their president, Klaus Schwab. Then we'll look back behind the UN curtain and see the authors of the Agenda 2030 and their globalist depopulation movement. Then we'll look backstage of the World Health Organization and their unfolding vaccine initiative. And when we do, who do we see? 
all the same people. Schwab, Soros, Gates, Fauci, who boldly call themselves the elites, and they call you and I useless eaters, who are contaminating Mother Earth with our toxic CO2 emissions. Sweet words like sustainable growth are their gift wrapping on their eugenics movements. We'll look first to the economic side of Satan's team, Klaus Schwab and the Global Economic Forum. In 2004, Schwab opened a training school for young globalist leaders. It was done in political shadows. Along with their training came fantastic funding with the goal of placement in political high places throughout, especially the Western world, but not only the Western world, but in strategic places of Asia as well. No one knew these names as these young, trained and financially set globalist leaders until very recent days. And here's a short list of these no-names who are now rather big names on the world front. Are you ready? Justin Trudeau of Canada, no surprise. Angela Merkel of Germany. Nick Sorosi. Tony Blair of England. Jacindo Ardern, Prime Minister of New Zealand. Look how New Zealand handed the COVID situation. Emmanuel Macron, a prime minister of France, Sebastian Kurz, recent chancellor of Austria, Victor Orban, prime minister of Hungary, Gavin Newsom, governor of California, Pete Buttigieg. How about that? You can't forget old Pete, <laughs> financed and representing uh the evil ones causes at every level. Look at where their funding comes from. What do we see? Who do we see? The same people. Soros, Schwab, Saudi princes, the royal family of England, the Rothschilds, banking conglomerate, the Rockefeller Foundation, the Gates Foundation. Coinkydink? Or perhaps a strategic plan one must ask. So now we peek behind the UN Agenda 2030 for a moment, which is the upgrade of the UN Agenda 21 written in 1992. This isn't fresh off the press. Satan's been at it for a long time. One might guess there could be a connection with the UN Agenda and the globalist World Economic Forum. Why? They have the same agenda. Why? They're all the same people. They speak the same language. They have the same save the planet from the people eugenics plan and how they will plan to do it. Read their agenda. It's online for the looking. They say what they mean and they mean what they say. Trump, Trump's four years in office was a setback for them, so they re-upped it to the 2030 agenda. Now look back for a moment behind the curtain of the World Health Organization, the CDC and the FDA, and their COVID-19 vaccination plans. 
Who do we see leading the charge, funding it all, and getting filthy rich as they portray themselves as globalist heroes, looking to save humanity from yet-to-come vaccines more deadly than COVID-19? We see Bill Gates. We hear him explain their future plans to vaccinate the entire world for many virus threats yet to come. Hmm. Vaccines will be central to the future of global health initiatives. Sounds good, but when there is up front no legal liability for the vaccine manufacturers for the side effects <laughs> of those vaccines and no disclosure of even what is in the vaccines you might begin to smell the devil you might become suspicious of deeper motives it does not comfort me to know that the same people making and pushing the vaccines are the same eugenicists behind the un agenda 2030 and the world economic forum you can't make this stuff up so in the final part of this podcast, I want to pull out a lot of emerging information about COVID. We are now two years in. Why didn't Fauci disclose his funding of the Wuhan lab? Why did that have to be dug out by uh, real fact checkers? Why were those who uncovered those details, attacked immediately by the mainstream media. Perhaps they're in bed together. That's not hard to see. Why did Team Fauci, the World Health Organization, and CDC redefine the word vaccine and redefine gain of function when the details emerged from Wuhan? Got to wonder about that. When Obama outlawed the gain-of-function research in the United States, which I thought was a good thing, removing those bioweapon technology, we don't need those according to the Nuremberg Code and all of that, I thought, man, that's really good. But what I didn't realize, and most of us didn't, that they just moved those operations to different places and uh, kept that knowledge from the American people, the taxpayers. We funded all of that. Why were we told this, the crazy story about the live market and the bats and the COVID-19 virus jumping from animals to people? What a crazy story. And the timing of the COVID epidemic fit perfectly with changing the ground rules for the U.S. presidential election with mail-in ballots where a strong nationalist incumbent was way ahead in the polls with fabulous economy, strong border, low inflation, energy independent, and low gas prices. It was either a kawinky dink or it was a plan. The timing I find so interesting. More evidence of COVID-19 development surfaces along the way, going back to the year 2015. Many vaccine-related patents uh, select few drug companies and their investors in a perfect position to reap generously from the sale of upcoming vaccines. Who'd have thunk it? 
why was war declared on all the medical people who promoted hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin? Those are long been around drugs that have been approved and they're really cheap. Maybe that had something to do with it or maybe it had everything to do with it. They were found to be effective cures for the COVID-19 virus. Why were these drugs so outlawed? In the state of New York, rendisivir is the only prescribed treatment in all New York hospitals where I live. Rendisivir's horrific side effects were never disclosed. Why was it not noted by the mainstream media that Anthony Fauci stood to financially gain millions of dollars with the sale and with the prescriptions of the costly rendisivir? They didn't tell us about that connection. So what did we see? Lies, cover up and more lies, along with the demonization, the defunding and silencing of any non-government approved COVID agenda, anything. It was their way or the highway. We've never seen anything like that before in the history of our country. I've always thought that which is honest would have no fear of rational inquiry. I'm not willing to yet say, but the more information that comes in causes my suspicions to grow that it was not just a pandemic, but clearly a pandemic and maybe even worse. Could it be a deep state release of bioweapons to hasten their long-awaited world economic reset? Time will surely tell. Could the elite globalist council of 300 be so committed to eugenics and agenda 2030 that they would unleash COVID as a bioweapon where China blamed the U.S. for bringing it to Wuhan and the U.S. blames China for its escape or perhaps release from Wuhan? And adding to those suspicions with the Russian uh, on Ukraine event that's unfolding even as we speak. Why did America hide our 13 bio labs we placed in Ukraine near the Russian border? Why did U.S. officials lie to us when they were called out by Putin? Why did our Secretary of State then admit that these labs were there, and now we're fearful of what Putin may do with them. It's heartbreaking for me as I find myself almost trusting Putin more on some issues than my own government. Putin is a strong nationalist, while my government under Biden are all strong globalists. Putin feared what the globalist might have had in store for his country. He told his people in his speech the night before the invasion, which I deplore exactly why they needed to go in and what their objectives would be. Number one, to eliminate the bio labs. Easy to understand that. Number two, to remove the neo-Nazi, anti-Russian, Soros-funded terrorists in eastern Ukraine. Oh, our mainstream media told us nothing about that either. And number three, to remove the corrupt government of the Ukraine placed by Obama and Biden with a pro-Russian president that's their plans to get rid of the old and bring in a new then they said putin said we will withdraw so far he has not strayed from his plan 
So far, my president and mainstream media have lied nearly on every issue. Meanwhile, the innocent Ukrainian people suffer. Meanwhile, innocent American citizen also suffers, not nearly the same way, but we do suffer runaway inflation and soaring energy prices with no end in sight. I see no good guys in the politically induced war that is upon us. Not Putin, not Ukraine, not America. That breaks my heart. The innocent populaces of all the countries suffer as their evil governments vie for more power and money. I learn from all this, man won't fix man's problem. Satan is behind it all, setting up his new world order and control of the world. Russia strengthened through all of this. U.S. weakened through all of this. Hostilities between Russia and NATO now off the charts. The perfect setup for Ezekiel 38 and 39. I spoke on that on earlier podcasts. The birth pains have begun. Christ's coming is our resolve, not a political victory, but the second advent of Jesus. When I look back on COVID, it seems to me it surely could have been a bioweapon in the hands of all the same people. It won't be long until all of the truths will be made manifest. It so saddens me to see the depth of corruption in my own country, so many of our own political leaders swimming in a cesspool of bribes, kickbacks, financial favors. People go to Washington with very little money. They're there for a few years. They become filthy rich, far beyond anything their salaries would have afforded them. Fraud seems to be everywhere, just as James said would be in the time of the end. In chapter 5, verse 4, fraud will rule the day, but God is watching. He sees it all, and one day he'll come and settle his books. I hate to be dookie downer, but God calls his preachers to be watchmen on the wall. So many seem to be choosing to remain ignorant of what is really going on, just wanting to live their uh, little lives of bliss. All the while, Satan is systematically taking down their dream world. It's time to wake up, Christian. It's time to study these things out. Use this knowledge to warn the lost and comfort believers. I don't like what's happening, but it comforts me because the prophets told us it would come, and it is here. It's all signs of Christ's soon return. The only winners in all of this are the redeemed. It's our time. God put us here for a time such as this. It's our day to exalt his name in our dark world. We will be the very ones he comes to rescue, to deliver us from this present evil world. Even so, come Lord Jesus. So, hey, I'm not liking what I see. I'm not trusting hardly anyone, maybe just Jesus and his word. But it was all laid out long ago. I caught the glove of prophecy, and now we're watching the hand of reality. So I hope my studies, I hope my presentation is a blessing to you. I hope and 
pray it helps you sort it all out. Hey, I love you. Thanks for tuning me in. Have a great day and hope to have you tune in and listen again uh, not too far down the road. Lord bless. Bye-bye for now.